Hey guys, I'm Anali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to Three Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through relationships of all kinds, such as dating, friendships, marriage, family relationships, and so many more. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Three Faith Podcast and like our Facebook page for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Through Faith. And I'm Manali, the other co-host. And welcome to our eighth and last episode of our fifth season. Um, I say it every time, but it's really crazy that we're already this far into it. Um, Manali and I have enjoyed every second of this podcast so far, and especially this season, just because if you guys haven't noticed, it's been a little, um, I guess, drug out, you know, Mm -hmm. with us being in school and everything, but God has provided every single, for every single episode and every person for every episode, and we are very, very excited for this one Um, and I'll explain that in just a minute but I'll let Manali kind of give you the rundown of who we are if you haven't listened to us before. Yeah so Hannah and I have been friends for over 10 years and we are um, now in our college era um, seniors in college. Oh my senior gosh. Seniors in college. Era. <laughs> senior seniors. Era. Yeah. Um, and through being friends for so long, we've walked through many seasons of life and learned a lot of things along the way. And we knew that's not something we wanted to keep to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so um, God kind of placed a desire on our heart to start a podcast and make it um, a Christian relationship based podcast. So that's what mm-hmm. we talk about. Um, like Hannah said, we're on our fifth season and closing it out as of now. And um, yeah. And we're almost there for two years. Yes, (laughs) we're almost two years old, which is even more crazy. It is. It's crazy. (laughs) Because when Manali and I first started this podcast, I mean, we are not the same people that we were when we first started. And I think that's why our first episode has so many listens is because, like, it's like it has the most listens. But, you know, we were so nervous Mm -hmm. and like we weren't as confident as we are now in doing this podcast, you know. So um, actually, I don't think that. That one's the first. I looked the other day. I think my parents passed them up. Do they really? Yeah, by one listen. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Um, and, you know, my dad's competitive, so I told him. And he was like, Hannah, have have we gotten any more listens on our episode yet? And finally, I was like, Dad, y'all are the number one episode by one listen. <laughs> um, which is really funny. But, no, we really have enjoyed the podcast ever since, you know, we started it two years ago. Because Manali and I have grown so much. And we've gotten to listen to so many guests and testimonies mm-hmm. and Every single person that has come on this podcast has just added so much value and you know we've learned so much from it and this episode is no different and I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode with Miss Jenny today. Um, I personally know Miss Jenny from church um, and it's funny because I've been going to the same church with her for about a year and I knew her husband and I knew of her um, but I was always like I just never talked to them you know because I didn't I didn't know them and um, you know I was going through my own things in life and so you know I just never like thought about it and then as you'll kind of hear me say in the episode how I thought of Miss Jenny is um, just because I didn't really get to know her until now I feel like is um, you know I saw her in church one day and, you know, like we just kind of said, hey, but that was really it. And then, um, you know, we have started going to Sunday school a lot more and she shared her testimony in Sunday school. And then I remember her making a post about it on social media. And she basically was saying, you know, I, I told my testimony in Sunday school, but I didn't get to say everything that I wanted to say. And she just put a lot of it in that Facebook post. Um, and even really that wasn't everything. You know, she explains to us in this episode really everything that happened in 
that is not easy to do. It's not even easy to make a simple Facebook post about, you know, that's hard to put your testimony out there. And that whole entire testimony just really stuck with me. And, you know, I had been thinking about her for some time and I even talked to Manali about her. I was like, we, we got to get her on. Like, I keep thinking about her, you know, I keep Mm -hmm. thinking about that testimony and how it just really is surrounded by everything that we're grounded in here in this podcast, you know, about Christians and relationships and everything like that. Um, and y'all, her episode is just, I, I can't, I can't say too much about it because I don't want to spoil the episode, but I'm, I'm really excited for you guys to hear what she has to say because she talks about her testimony, but she also gives really good advice mm-hmm. for girls who may even find themselves in a situation that she was in or that her husband was in and, and really what they can do. And yep. if nothing else, how you can just grow in your relationship with Christ. So we're really excited to have Miss Jenny uh, talk to you guys. So, but before anything, of course, we have to do question of the week. So we decided to do some, um, what this or that question (laughs) and we have a few of them pulled up so me and Manali are going to go through the list and do a few of them so um can I go ahead and pick one yeah okay well this one I'm very passionate about it says Pepsi or Coke and to me oh wait there's a question beside it it says Coke or Pepsi which fizz tastes better honestly if you pick Pepsi like (laughs) I'm kind of scared of you because Coke is just like it's just better I mean I feel like it really is like (laughs) Pepsi tastes like the flat version of Coke in my opinion, <laughs> those are fighting words. <laughs> Do no, you I like completely Pepsi? Agree. Okay, you agree. No. I was gonna say I, mean, I Dr. thought Pepper's actually my number one. Oh but... yeah, you like she's a Dr. Pepper fan. <laughs> yeah, definitely Coke all the way. Yeah, There's no I other option. Agree. Um, the one I'm gonna pick would be vanilla or chocolate. Which classic do you prefer? Mm, I know which one you're gonna pick, but I'm going with vanilla. I don't know. Mine's mine could be iffy. It depends. If we're talking about really? ice cream, vanilla. You know what's best, though, is, like, the swirl, like, the mix between Ooh. both. <laughs> you know what? Yes, the happy so, medium. Yeah, we can meet in the middle. That's always the best. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, Summer or winter? Summer. Summer. <laughs> My seasonal depression cannot handle winter. <laughs> Manali and I are very passionate about this. If you know me, I get really sad, like, on rainy days, if it's cold outside. Like, I hate it. I hate the cold. And, like, my family, well, not really my family. My dad is so opposite. My dad loves the cold. He loves the rain. He loves the dark. And I'm so opposite. I'm like, no, summer all the way. 100% agree. Um, The next one is chicken or beef. Oh, that one's random. Uh, Hope you're not a vegetarian. Hope you're not a vegetarian. That's what it has beside it. Um, Oh, gosh, I don't know. It depends on the day. But I eat more chicken, I feel like, on the regular than I do beef. I do, too. Yeah. I mean, I like both. (laughs) I like both, but... Okay, and then our last one. Oh, beach or mountains? Beach, 100%. Oh, yeah, definitely the beach. I do love both, though. Like, I appreciate both, but, I mean, if I have to choose, like, I'm always going to choose the the beach over the mountains any day. Me and my family have this argument, like, every year. Where are we Mm -hmm. going this year, the beach or the mountains? Um, And my poor dad is usually outnumbered because we all want to go to the beach, so... Yep, we have the same argument. Yep. (laughs) Um, okay, we wanted to make our question of the week like kind of shorter this week. Normally, we we go pretty in depth to, you know, our question of the weeks, but um, this week it's pretty short just because we're really excited for you guys to hear Miss Jenny's episode. So we aren't gonna hold off any longer. We're gonna go ahead and just jump right into the episode. Okay, guys. So like I said earlier, we have Miss Jenny on the podcast today, and we're so excited to have her on. So we're going to go ahead and just get right into the episode, and I'm going to let Miss Jenny go ahead and introduce herself and give us a little bit of her testimony and everything like that. So Miss Jenny, whenever you're ready. 
All right. So like Hannah said, my name is Jenny, I'm Jenny Lee. I am 46 years old and I'm married to Matt Lee. And we have two boys, um, Carson, who is 16, and Fisher, who is 11. And Hannah just kind of asked me to tell you guys a little bit about my testimony and how I became a Christian. So that's kind of where I'm going to be starting. Um, I did not grow up in church um, at all. Like, I went to church a few times with friends here and there, but for the most part, never stepped foot in church. Um, and then in college, um, Matt and I both worked at McAllister's here in Hattiesburg, the one oh, on Hardy Street. <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. So we both worked there and were friends and coworkers and just got to know each other well. Well, then at some point, probably in, um, 2000, so long ago, um, <laughs> we started we started dating and our relationship progressed pretty quickly just because we were already so familiar with each other um, from being friends and co-workers. Um, and so we, we started dating and everything um, was going really well and, and great direction. And then he broke up with me. Um, and it was kind of a shock and I didn't quite understand why, but he was starting to fall in love with me. And he could see a future with us being together, but not if I wasn't a Christian. And Matt did grow up in church and was a Christian. And um, that was a very, very important part of his life. And it was not a part of my life. Um, So I know it sounds harsh that he did that, but he knew that our future together wouldn't last if our foundation wasn't built on Jesus. So, um, naturally, I was really confused. I was hurt and I was upset. Um, Just didn't really quite understand. But after all those feelings of rejection did die down, I thought to myself, well, I mean, gosh, Jesus must be really important. Um, And I just kind of need to find out who Jesus is and why it's, why he's so important that Matt would break up with me for him. Mm-hmm. So I decided to find out. And what that meant for me was going to different churches by myself. Um, I ended up loving Temple Baptist and Dr. Dean Register, who's our yeah. preacher at Cross Point Community Church now. And so I was just going to church every Sunday and Matt and I were still like friendly with each other. We would still talk and I would ask him questions about Jesus and um, about church and different things like that. And um, at this point in my life, my parents were divorced for a couple of years and my mom actually did become a Christian and get baptized as, a, as an adult. And so I would ask her questions and some of her friends' questions um, and just trying to familiarize myself with um, everything that I was yeah. trying to find out. Um, then one Sunday, I was getting ready for church, and I just felt different. Like, I don't know what it was, but I just felt differently that Sunday. And I went to church and I could not tell you what Doc preached about, but it was almost like he was preaching 
directly to me that every single word that he spoke was for me. And so that particular Sunday, I asked Jesus to forgive me for my sins, to come into my heart and my life and be my Lord and Savior. And I walked down that um, to, I walked down to the altar and I prayed that prayer. And then a few months later, I was baptized. And then a few weeks after that, Matt and I started dating. And we just celebrated our 21st anniversary. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of my testimony as far as how I became a Christian. Um, and just kind of my backstory there. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. That um um, the listeners don't know this, but I read um, a bit of her testimony on Facebook before we actually asked her to to come on, and it really just like stuck with me personally. Whenever you said you were like, just you had a moment where you're like, wow, like you know this breakup, like this really hurts, but also like you know this Jesus must be pretty important, you know, to kind of you know cause a breakup. Was there anything like just a personal question I have? Was there anything about Mr. Matt, like at any point that just made you like, there's just something different about him. Like, did that ever like stick with you or anything just because he was like a Christian and grew up in church and everything like that? Like, did you ever have anything where you were like, there's just something like different about him that made you curious? Oh, absolutely. So the guys that I dated prior to Matt, um, either, were not a Christian or maybe they did go to church, but weren't a Christian or just didn't talk about their faith. So it was like, I just like to have somebody who, who was a Christian dating somebody who was a Christian was just not something I was familiar with. And like I said, I didn't grow up in church. My parents during when I was a child, they weren't Christians at that time. And sister wasn't a Christian like so I wasn't used to that but yes to answer your question Matt was different um he just seemed more grounded maybe Mm -hmm. Uh, and and now looking back that was definitely he was grounded in his faith but he was just grounded as a person too um and seemed free if that makes Mm -hmm. sense just um, free to be who he was and he was not ashamed to be a Christian or that he loved Jesus or anything like that he just seemed free mm-hmm. freed up in that and he was fun to be around yeah that's yeah. awesome it is. it's definitely like a big difference whenever you have God or Jesus within your heart versus when you don't because there's a different light that you have within you mm-hmm. um, oh absolutely so that's awesome that you yeah. can testify to seeing that within somebody else. Yeah. You want to read the second one? Um, so for our second question, it kind of yeah. goes off your testimony as well. It says, how did you battle with any discomfort or anxiety that comes along with starting and attending new churches by yourself? Yeah, so it, it was definitely something that I was super nervous about doing. And I mean, I was in my early 20s and, and, you know, at that age, you kind of feel like you can do anything and you're super independent and, and things. But it was I was super nervous. And I tried out a few different churches before I started at Temple. And none of those churches really seemed to be the right fit. Um, but just to be honest, like the one thing I liked about Temple was that it was so big 
And so I could kind of go in there and be by myself and kind of sit towards the back and, and kind of blend in where people may not know that I was a new person um, attending church. So, but, but I kept going back again to that thing where I was like, why is Jesus so important? Like, who is this person? Who is this guy that Matt needed to break up with me for? <laughs> um, so, so that kind of like motivated me to be able to push myself to go try out different churches. And you got to remember, like, this was early 2000. So there wasn't like online church that you could check mm-hmm. out. Um, I mean, I don't even know if I looked at websites or anything. I just, there were a couple people that I knew and here and there, and I would ask them where they went to church and they told me, so I would go check check that church out. And Matt at the time, he went to First Baptist Hattiesburg, which is now Venture. Mm -hmm. So I knew I didn't want to go there because again, (laughs) even though, (laughs) even though like I was trying to figure out this because of what that because Matt and I broke up, I wanted to do this on my own and I didn't want it to seem like I was doing this for Matt because I really wasn't. I was doing this for myself to be like, okay, I got to figure this out. Um, You know, it definitely, that was a question that uh, me and Manali came up with because that was part of kind of like both mine and Manali's testimonies because back um, when we had kind of gone through some of like our relationship trauma, we kind of found ourselves in a place like, like, you know, we need to get back into church. Like we need to, you know, find our community, like find our people. And I just remember like, you know, like the discomfort and the anxiety that we felt. And I think, you know, kind of like you said, like you just wanted to do it like on your own and like not for anybody else and it seems to me like especially the the way you're talking about it like you know you were kind of going in there and like you didn't really care like what anybody was thinking or if you were sitting by yourself or anything like that like I'm sure you were uncomfortable but you know because you were there at the end of the day like you said for God to find out who he is um so which is not easy to do (laughs) no it's not and and during that time I was still in college and just my circle that my friend circle, they didn't go to church either necessarily. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, or at least they didn't go to church at that time. Um, And so none of them wanted to go with me necessarily. Mm -hmm. And also I didn't necessarily ask anybody to go to church with me because again, it was something I was trying to do and figure out on my, on my own. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's a big step. Yeah. Um, okay, well, our moving, just kind of moving right along. Our third question is, how did you come to find that having Christ in the center of a, of a relationship is so important? What would you have to say to that? Yeah, so like I said before, my parents were not Christians during their marriage, and they didn't actually, they're saved now, um, but they didn't become saved until after they were divorced. So their marriage wasn't centered on Christ. So that wasn't a really big deal to me um, because I just didn't know any different. But when Matt and I started dating and broke up and then started dating again, I think that's when I really was like, okay, this is important. This is a big deal um, to have Christ centered in our relationship. Um, And honestly, I just don't know where a marriage would be right now if Christ was not the center. Um, Matt and I have taken some really big leaps in our 21 years of marriage. Mm -hmm. Like we moved, 
at one time we lived in Monroe, Louisiana for a very short time. And this was actually before we were married. We both moved out there to work for McAllister's and um, got engaged out there. And um, Well, yeah, we got engaged out there. Start, it got engaged out in Monroe. And then we moved back to Hattiesburg with no jobs. Like, no place to live, no jobs. Like, I um, moved in with one of his really good friends. Um, they were married. And so I moved in with them for a little bit. And Matt kind of, like, slept at other people's houses until we kind of got our footing. But we just moved back to Hattiesburg, knowing that God would take care of us. And a couple of years ago, he went out on his own and started his own business and then I came home from work to be with my family for a little time, and just every single time we've leaped, God has been there, and I know it's because we put Christ in the center of our marriage. Wow. Uh, I really like the way that you describe that in saying, like, like just kind of summing it up as, you know, trusting God so much with your marriage and your relationship that you take those big leaps not knowing where you're going to go. And he's provided, you know, everything that you guys have needed. So that's that's awesome to hear. Um, just a question that I have, because we have so many, um, like a lot of like younger girls, I guess, like listening to our podcast and, um, you know, in a lot of dating relationships. And as we all know, you know, the Bible does not specifically talk about dating. Like that doesn't really exist in the Bible. Um, what would you say, like, what would you say is like a big difference, I guess, from like the first time you and Mr. Matt started dating um, when it like wasn't necessarily grounded in Christ versus like the second time, I guess. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. So the first time, and again, we were in, we were in college, so we were doing what college kids do and we're having fun and doing those type of things. And the, the second time around, I guess, because, I guess because we, both of us, were saved and followed Jesus at that point, that we attended church together, um, we started hanging out more with with um, the church community of friends that we had, and we just really were able to almost like mature and grow in our relationship during those those dating months in a different way that we were in that first go around gotcha okay no I was just that was just a question that I had just because I was curious just because um it's not you know often that you hear of like a couple like breaking up and then like getting back together and it being like successful and I think it's like y'all story is really cool because it was like you know you found Jesus and like that really is a true testimony as to like you know why maybe it worked the second time is because you were so you were so grounded in Christ or the both of y'all were yeah yeah so I don't think if we if we had broken up and gotten back together without me becoming saved I don't think it would have worked. Well, no, no, no. Or if it would have worked, it would have pulled Matt away from his relationship with Christ. Wow, that's a that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good point. That is yeah. really true. Which is not something that I would have wanted. Right, right. Yeah. But I think that would have, you know, may have happened as well. True, yeah. And that can be 
I feel like commonly seen, especially with younger girls, when when we don't know any better. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know from mine and Hannah's testimony, like we can definitely attest to that happening. And like me and Hannah were like really close to God whenever we were in high school, and then we started dating guys that weren't so close to God and got pulled away. So yeah. like how much of a difference it makes whenever you're both in Christ rather than one of you or neither one of you being in Christ. Yeah. Right. That can yep. really determine the success of your yeah. relationship mm-hmm. in the future. Yep. And yeah. And. Unfortunately, <laughs> sometimes we can like change ourselves to make the other person happy, which really yeah. end up working very well. That is is very very true. And like Manali said, like that's kind of part of like some of like our relate, especially in high school. You know, and in high school it's so much different. You know, um, you don't really know much in high school at all. But um, I know Manali and I, we both dated. Uh, people that, you know, were not necessarily Christ followers. And I remember just from the perspective of, um, you know, I had already been saved and accepted Christ into my heart. And I remember like praying and like begging. I'm like, God, just like, please save him and save his heart. And, you know, like you just can't like, you know, you can't do that. Like how you did, like you broke away and like found God for yourself. And I think so many young girls, like we all think that like, no, 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 like I can change him. Like God can use me. Mm -hmm. And that is just not, and you know, that's not even what Mr. Matt did with you. You know, he allowed you, like he trusted God himself to let go and say, and I'm sure that he prayed for you, like while you guys were broken up and stuff that you would find God. So I don't know. I think that's a true testament to that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because because if he had just broken up with me and not explained why he was breaking up yeah. with me, I would have never pursued Christ. Mm-hmm. At least not at that time in my life. And him doing so, like I said at the beginning, may sound harsh, but it was probably the most loving thing that he could have ever done for me. Is mm-hmm. he loved me so much that he wanted that he wanted Jesus in my life, but he knew that us dating at that time would not lead me to Christ. And so this was his, you know, his, I guess, solution, if you want to say that, to let me go, like you said, and allow and, and trust that God would move in my life and that I would pursue Jesus on my own. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, I don't know, I just, I love y'all's story a lot. <laughs> I love that. Um, but just kind of, you know, diving in a little deeper, if you want to ask the fourth question, I think we're on number four. (laughs) Um, for our fourth question, it is what tips can you give to young girls about the importance of knowing Jesus before first before dating? Yeah, I've thought a lot about this one because it's, Mm -hmm. it's been quite a long time since I dated and I just, (laughs) I really, I mean, I I hate to say this too. I just cannot imagine dating in this current culture. Um, like just with social media. <laughs> I don't know. I hate to say that to you guys, but yeah. uh, like, you know, there's social media and dating apps and all this right. kind of stuff. Um, it can all be very misleading and can be fake. Mm-hmm. And then young girls may then turn around and question themselves and just put a lot of pressure on themselves to be someone they're not. Yeah. Um, but if they understand that they are created in God's image and that their identity lies in Jesus Christ and not their identity as so-and-so's girlfriend. Um, I think that would make just a huge difference. Um, just, you know, knowing Jesus and pursuing that relationship with me, with him means, you know, God's order for things. 
such as like God's order is for marriage between a man and a woman. Um, having Jesus means you can trust him with your problems. You can seek his counsel knowing Jesus mean, um, I'm sorry, you can seek his counsel and then knowing him means that you can worship him and you're not necessarily worshiping yourself or your boyfriend. I guess those would be the kind of the tips. It's just mainly just knowing that your identity lies in Christ. Yeah. And that, you know, it's something like, I feel like to us as believers sounds so, um, like it's a simple yet complex thing, you know, Mm -hmm. for believers, like it's, it's really, if you think about such a simple thing, like, Oh, find your identity and purpose in Christ. But I think especially, I mean, for everybody, but especially like for young girls, like that is so hard. Like you said, especially in today's world and today's generation, you know, and it kind of just made me think, you know, whether you're single or dating in a world of social media, it is hard, Mm -hmm. you know, especially to pursue Christ in this culture, especially with social media. And like, that's just stuff that we still struggle with, you know, is like trying to put the phone down, turn the social media off because it's, you can be so quick to compare yourself and, and lose your identity and your purpose. So that's, that's a good point. Yeah. And I would absolutely try to find somebody that you're dating that has those same values as you. So if you're a young girl who's a Christian, I would seek out an, a man who is a Christian as well, if you can. Um, yeah. Just because Matt, my story worked out the way it did, I don't want to necessarily communicate that you can just find somebody and then be like, oh, I'm going to break up with you and hope you find Christ. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, that may not be everybody's story. Right, right. Um, just finding somebody to and that holds those same biblical values as you is super important it it, it really is yeah yeah that's so true mm-hmm. i think like y'all were talking about with the social media thing we have so like with social media we have like you go on there and there's always somebody that has better things than you yeah. or better like better anything whether it's mm-hmm. like Uh, materialistic things or looks or things like that so it like you said it is really really easy to lose your identity and like and lose your joy within comparison Uh, uh, joy yes absolutely yeah and um this is this is might be sounding kind of off topic but going off of uh like the identity and purpose and stuff you know I remember specifically I was in a relationship where um you know I definitely you know like we were both kind of you know we both had Christ in our hearts, but also like, I remember, you know, wanting a relationship and I felt really lonely, you know, and I felt really, I don't know. I was just feeling a lot of, I don't know, a lot of loneliness, I guess. And then I remember like getting into that relationship and I still felt lonely. (laughs) And I think that also goes to prove like you can both even be in a relationship where you both have Christ, but you're not fully surrendering to Christ. Like how you said, like you and Mr. Matt fully surrendered to Christ. And like, you really didn't even know where you were going to live or where you were going to go fully surrendered. And like, that just goes to show, like, even if you get into a relationship, like they'll never satisfy you like God can. Yes, that is absolutely 100% true. Yes, ma'am. Okay, um, well, just moving right along, our, I think we're on number five, is that right? <laughs> okay, yeah. um, but it, I mean, we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but what advice can you give to anyone that wants a relationship with Christ as the center, and what are some things they can do? Because, you know, we talk a lot 
or you hear a lot of married couples talk about like how you can really center your marriage on Christ, but especially in a, in a different world today where um, dating, I think, takes a little bit longer these days, I guess, you know, just, it's just, you know, I guess changing with the culture. I don't know. Um, like, what are some like things that girls can do in their relationship or, you know, guys and girls, what can they do in their relationship to keep Christ in the center? Well, I think that one of the most important things you can do is just to find a church that you really love, um, find a church that speaks biblical truth and a church that you feel comfortable at and at the same time pushes you to do uncomfortable things. Right. Um, today, this is an uncomfortable thing for me, but <laughs> I, Hannah and I kind of, um, connected through Crosspoint in a way. Yeah, so true. Doing things that make you feel uncomfortable will also push you to know more about Christ and keep him in the center. Um, But you also, another thing that's super important is your circle, your friend circle, your dating circle, your work circle, whatever it may be, but your circle of of people. You want to find a circle that has the same kind of biblical beliefs as you, um, that's going to hold you accountable that's going to love you and push you um, and fr- just friends, a circle that you can do life with. Um, if you kind of are attending a church, say, and then you start having such and such to do on Sunday and then something else on another Sunday, and before you know it, you haven't been in church in two months. Well, during those two months, I can almost guarantee you that your relationship with Christ has not been as strong as it was when you were attending church regularly. And hopefully, if you have a good circle, those friends are going to be like, hey, Jenny, I've noticed you haven't been at church lately. What's, you know, what's going on? Is there anything I can help you with? Um, You know, we missed you, that kind of thing, just to hold you accountable. Um. But also, like, it's super important that you get in God's Word every day if possible. Reading your Bible, studying what God has to say about different different situations and just different things. Um, and then understanding what God says about marriage and relationships. And then, you know, just praying and having open dialogue and communication with Jesus is super important. Uh, honestly, I don't think we could have asked for better advice on that. Um, you know, I'm like over here, you know, like hanging on to every word. I'm like, yeah, like, I need to remember that. Like, that's so true. Because like you talk about, um, you know, like, because we did connect through Crosspoint. And uh-huh. you know, that's something that, you know, is part of my own, like Crosspoint's a part of my own testimony. And you talk about getting uncomfortable. I remember walking into Crosspoint, like all by myself. And now it's just like, it's just crazy how much God can just take care of you when you decide to get uncomfortable but I do remember the times in my life like where I was away from church and a lot of it did happen whenever I was in relationships and like you said before you know it like you kind of make excuses like okay well I'm really tired but like next Sunday I'll go and then before you know it like you haven't been to church in like two months and then you feel like spiritually I mean I don't want to be dramatic but like almost like kind of spiritually dead in a way you're like you know God where are you and you know God's like well you've steered away from me you haven't been coming to church or anything you know um and so I think that's that's really good advice yeah yeah Jesus doesn't move like he is right there in the same spot always we're the ones that move we either are moving towards him or moving away from him 
And the more that you can do to have consistent habits in your life, to be moving towards him, the better that relationship is going to be with Christ. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, And not to just like spring this on you, but I feel like this is something that's really, I've kind of, I've sprung everything on you. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But, you know, because, you know, this is a very relationship-centered podcast and trying to teach, you know, girls and and guys, we have some guy listeners, like of all ages, you know, how to be in relationship. Because God does call us in relationships of all kind, whether it's friendships or relationships or whatever that might be. What advice would you have for maybe like some girls who might be in a relationship right now where, you know, like they're believers or guys too, but that person that they're dating like may not be. Um, like what advice would you have for them you know per se I guess I think that having open communication with that person and just talking to that person and saying hey look I want to tell you why Jesus is important to me and and about my relationship with Jesus and why I would love for you to also have that relationship with him and then maybe just try to um, bring that person that you're dating into some of your circles where Christ is the center. And that way that person can just, just learn more through just talking to other people and being like, Oh, these people are great, you know, or yeah, it would be super easy to go to church now that I already know. So they're friends and it wouldn't be so uncomfortable So I just think that bringing them in to your life and and being open about who Christ is to you would be super beneficial. And then just praying for that person, too, that God would soften their heart, would open their mind to knowing him. But... Just to recap that part, I think if you have open communication with the person that you're dating, try to pull them into your circle of of fellow believers, and then just start trying to get them to come to church with you or just different social events that may be through church, and just kind of bring them into that life that you have and include them in that would be yeah. helpful. Yeah, uh, I mean... Like I said, you can't ask for better advice than that, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But, Miss Jenny, this last part we left open um, as just kind of your section to offer um, whatever it is that you want to say or anything that's on your heart doesn't have to be related to this, or it can be, um, or it can just be some encouragement, or you don't have to use it at all. It's totally up to you. Um, But is there anything else that you kind of want to leave the listeners with or anything like that? Yeah, um, and... As you said, since most of your listeners are female, it's kind of where I geared this towards, but mm-hmm. it, it really does apply to everybody. Um, but Christians in today's culture, we look and act differently than non-Christians do. Um, it's not always popular or fun or um, it, it's not always popular or fun necessarily to be a Christian, if that makes sense, in today's culture. Like, we just look differently, and we're called to look differently than other, to than non-believers. And I think in today's culture, our 
they our culture tells us to find our truth, live our truth, um, kind of follow our hearts, kind of that whole YOLO thing. Um, do the things that make you happy. It's all about kind of like a me culture. Mm-hmm. And I really think that this is nothing but the enemy trying to distract us from God's word and God's love. Um, so in reality, I think we should try to live God's truth, that we should love God first, um, that we should follow Jesus, um, do the things that Jesus has instructed us to do and that make him happy. And instead of having that me culture, have a Jesus culture. Um, again, we are called to look differently than the world. Um, and it's not, like I said, easy, fun, or even popular, but that, again, is why your circle is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, that circle is there to encourage and support and discuss and build build you up in your circle so that you're always pointing each other back to Christ. Yeah. So that's my thing I like to say at the end. Well, thank you so much for that. I don't even really have, like, questions off of that unless you do. No, that that was that's pretty amazing. straightforward. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, I really can't thank you enough for, you know, sharing your testimony with all the listeners. Because like you said, like, it is not something that's fun. I mean, you know, sharing, you know, your past and your testimony, like, that's just not something that's easy for people to do. So, Miss Jenny, we're not going to hang up the phone just yet, but we do like to say goodbye to our listeners. So, we are just going to go ahead and say bye now. So, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. We'll go ahead and Okay, guys, so like I said, we're just going to kind of um, wrap that episode up here and then jump into our what God has been teaching us. But we did just want to touch on Miss Jenny's episode because, I mean, there was a lot of information in that episode and a lot of good advice. And there were so many things that stuck out to me and I, um, I didn't realize that me and her actually related on like experiencing that anxiety and discomfort, especially of, of finding a new church, because that is part of my testimony of how I even found Crosspoint, like how, you know, God brought me and Miss Jenny together to meet, you know, um, Mm -hmm. is through our church. And I literally like had prayed to God, like lead me to what church you want me to. And it ended up being a church that was like two minutes away. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I didn't want to go by myself. I didn't like that. And I pulled into the parking lot and God was just like, you got to go. Like, you know, you're by yourself, but just walk in. Mm-hmm. And I did. And they have taken care of me ever since. Well, I say they, but God really has taken care of me ever since. And I think, you know, the whole point of that story is like saying, you know, get uncomfortable, like do things that make you uncomfortable because the most beautiful and rewarding things come from that. And, you know, even, you know, in their testimony that, you know, that was a pretty powerful part of her and Mr. Matt's testimony is, you know, they, they broke up and, you know, she said, you know, she felt the heartache. She felt, you know, the feelings of that. And she was, you know, hurt and confused. And I'm sure it probably even hurt Mr. Matt just as equally, you know, to have to do that. And they didn't know if they were going to get back together. Mm -hmm. They didn't know that, but, uh, you know, he trusted and she ended up trusting that, you know, God had it all figured out. God had it all you know, laid out for them, but I'm sure that was very uncomfortable for the both of them, you know, but beautiful things can still come from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really enjoyed this episode. I think this one specifically highlighted a lot of what Hannah and I have talked about specifically, well, throughout our entire podcast, but specifically in this episode with the importance of community and communication. Um, Communication has been a big key factor between Hannah and I um, and like what we've brought to the podcast this 
season specifically Mm -hmm. um and just keeping an open door between you and god but not only you and god um you and your circle and your community Mm -hmm. and how um like a good community can affect your or a good or bad community can affect your relationship and your faith with god and she really highlights that a lot and how um you know, a, a Christ-based community can push you to become a better Christian and better rooted in your relationship with Christ. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, I mean, I feel like this episode was good for, you know, people in dating relationships, but also, like, single Christians. Like, when you find yourself, like, after a breakup, like, you're like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Well, simple answer, like, find God, find your purpose, find your identity, and I just think, I just think that's great. I really, really enjoyed this episode with Miss Jenny, and I did just want to finish up by, um, you know, offering, you know, I feel like a lot of girls like might even hear that and think, okay, well, I'm going to break up with him and God's going to bring us back together. And you know, that might not be your story and that's okay. Um, because I found myself in a place where I thought that's where I was going to be, you know, that God was going to bring us back together and you know, God was going to save him and this and that. And, um, I just want to encourage you, like, if that's not you, like if that happens and you end up finding your purpose and identity in Christ, you're still going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like I I can confirm that, (laughs) you know, um, God heals you, um, and he works in you in ways that you'll never even be able to, to understand until you experience it for yourself. So I do just want to offer that encouragement as well. Yeah. Definitely so. Um, Yeah, so let's just go. Are you ready to move into what God's been teaching us? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? Um, I can go first. All right, go for it. Um, I I guess what I know he is going to have to work on me through in the next couple of weeks or next couple of months really is just enjoying a season of stillness. Um, So for the past four years, we've been in college and I've been taking summer classes. I've been keeping myself busy all the time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the next three months are the first three months really in my entire life that I'm completely still. The only thing that I have to do this summer is work. Mm -hmm. And I have been so determined to find other things to keep me busy, like getting another job or like just anything but being still Mm -hmm. and enjoying the rest and comfort that the Lord can provide. Um, so I think that's kind of what he's been teaching me a little bit is just like, it's okay to not be so busy Mm -hmm. and to enjoy the rest that I'm going to provide for you. If you'll just let me, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, it does. Cause I completely, I couldn't relate more. (laughs) (laughs) Manali and I have walked through really similar seasons, even during the summers, you know, we both had summer classes and this is the first time where we really have I think we both have found found ourselves in a place of like, wow, I don't have much to do now. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. what do I do? But no, that's, that's really good. Um, I think for me personally, what God has been teaching me the last few weeks is that he is still, uh, and it sounds so cliche, he's still here and he's still listening to your prayers, even the ones that you've almost kind of like given up on. Um, I found myself in a place, um, even over like the past weekend, just like with family and stuff like that, um, you know, a very specific prayer that I've been praying for like the past four or five years um, that I really kind of like gave up on. And I was like, okay, I just have to accept that really this prayer is just not going to get answered. Um, And it has, and it slowly is getting answered. And it just really revealed to me like, you know, God is still listening. He is still doing things in his timing, but that's just the whole thing. It is in his timing, Mm -hmm. you know, don't give up on that prayer. And I think that is definitely what he's, he's been teaching me for sure. There's a lot of patience required with praying any kind of prayer, but mm-hmm. um, just 
patience and trusting that God's got it handled. Mm-hmm. It, it'll get you very far. And I'm, it will. It's something we're all working, working on, on. Mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah, especially when you pray for something in his timing. <laughs> That's a risky prayer, but he's going to do it. <laughs> um, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Um, but yeah, that's really, I think, all we have for this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys, we are going to go ahead and wrap this episode up here. And we're really thankful that Miss Jenny decided to come on today. We know that, um, you know, it's not easy for anybody to do. So yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed it just as much as we did. And we're going to go ahead and end this episode here. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys. <laughs>